Welcome to KingCast with Barry, Colton, and Dan. We pray that this podcast would encourage, strengthen, and grow you in supernatural ways this year. Please like and share and send this to your friends. If you have any questions, check us out at myking.ca or on Facebook at myking. Talking about um, demons, demon activity, um, things that we see in the Bible now that uh, kind of comes against us as the church or comes against the church. And uh, in Matthew chapter 16, we have a few different translations. Um, this is what we would say is Jesus's desire. He wants to build the church on the earth. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is his desire. And, uh, you know, the Great Commission or part of the commission is, of course, we make disciples. But this is what Jesus had on his heart. And, uh, you know, in uh, Matthew chapter 16, uh, verses 16 through to about 19, and we'll uh, do some various uh, uh, translations here, but it says, Simon Peter, uh, Jesus was asking the disciples, who do people say that I am? And of course they said, some said, you're Jeremiah and Isaiah and one of the prophets. And, and Jesus said to Peter, but who do you say that I am? And Peter said, thou art the Christ the Son of the living God. And he was saying that you are the Messiah, you are the Savior, the one that we've been looking for all through the Old Testament, and you've now arrived. And Jesus answered and said, Blessed art thou, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood has not revealed this unto you, but my Father which is in heaven. And then Jesus said, And I say unto thee, that thou art Peter, and upon this rock, upon this revelation that I am the Messiah, upon this revelation that I am the Savior, that through me, you can be saved. I'm going to build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. Mm-hmm. What about your translation, Dan? Praise God. Eh? Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll just read most of that and then focus in on the later part on verse 19. Mm-hmm. But it says, God bless you, Simon, son of Jonah. You didn't get that answer out of the books or from teachers. My father in heaven, God himself, let you in on the secret of who I really am. And now I'm going to tell you who you really are. You are Peter, a rock. And on this rock of revelation, I will put together my church, a church so expansive with energy that not even the gates of hell will be able to keep it out. And then check out this, you guys. And that's not all. You will have complete and free access to God's kingdom. Mm -hmm. Keys to open any and every door. No more barriers between heaven and earth and earth and heaven. A yes on earth is a yes in heaven. A no on earth is a no in heaven. That's in, uh, that's the message. Yeah. yeah, and that's where we want to get back to that authority, and mm-hmm. how we use that authority, mm-hmm. right, to work with Jesus, so that the gates of hell will not prevail against the church. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Colton also has a translation, but I remember asking the Lord, yeah. "Gates? What does the gates of hell got to do with it?" And the Holy Spirit said, "Well, what do gates do?" And I said, "Well, gates let us enter and exit through mm-hmm. these gates." Mm-hmm. And Jesus says, or like the Holy Spirit was like, "Yeah, like the power of God will enter even into these." dark demonic places and yeah. pull people out of those situations and, yeah. and and restore them and save them and get them back in relationship with God. Yeah. And it's a gate that goes back and forth and, they're in the, and the gates of hell aren't going to be able to stop it. Yeah. Satan might try and slam the gates on somebody, but God says, or Jesus said, no, I'm just going to penetrate those gates. Yeah. Amen. Mm-hmm. Cool, eh? Yeah. Just before yeah. Colton reads that, I feel like just this last season I had a revelation that I think in the church we think the enemy's always on the offensive. Right. And that <laughs> we have gates on the kingdom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he, he, God was like, 
are gates an offensive or a defensive weapon? I said, they're defensive, mm. which means we're on the offensive. <laughs> so it's just a huge revelation to say, even the defense of hell can't yeah. stand against the advancement of the kingdom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was just like a, a, a switching of my thinking. Like, oh yeah, yeah. we're on the upside. Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. It's like when I farmed, I had a fence with a bunch of cattle in it, right? but I had a gate. Yeah. The cattle couldn't come out. Yeah. But I mean, I was in charge. I just yeah. opened the gate and walked in. Yeah. Took care yeah. of things inside that mm-hmm. enclosure, and then I can just walk out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's awesome. kind of the same thing as what you're saying there. Yeah, yeah. cool. Yeah, I'll just read that last part. I will give you the keys of heaven's kingdom realm to forbid on earth that which is forbidden in heaven and to release on earth that which is released in heaven. Um, Just in the footnote here, that which you forbid on earth must be that which is already forbidden in heaven. And that which you permit on earth must be that which is already permitted in heaven. So... uh, how do you know that stuff? Well, mm-hmm. first you got to read your Bible, yeah, exactly. get, in, get, in, get into this and know that kind of stuff. So then if you get into this and you read it and we go, oh, my body's full and restored and perfect. And, and when I get to heaven, that's, that's how it's going to be. So I can actually then release on earth healing, deliverance, mm-hmm. all wealth, all the things that are in heaven can actually be released here on earth. And the things that aren't in heaven, demons, sickness, mm-hmm. um, stress, anxiety, mm-hmm. I can actually forbid those things here on earth yeah. because they're forbidden in heaven. That's right. Yeah. You take authority over those yeah. things. And I think sometimes we use that word and not really explain uh, what that means when we have authority over those things. Mm-hmm. And it's like when we read uh, the other week, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers. And we're in this wrestling match. But Jesus, um, when he said, I give you authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, he was just giving us authority. And I like to use this example, um, and, you know, there's variations of it, but this is what happened with me. I was going into Calgary, and I was by COP, and the the light turned uh, green, and we all took off from the red light and came over this little hill going west towards Canmore. And at the bottom of the hill, there was a policeman. Mm -hmm. And he was on on the shoulder with his tripod and the camera. And he was catching us for speeding. And we were, I glanced down, yeah, we're all probably speeding. (laughs) And the policeman just walked right out into the middle of the lane and started pointing. I'm glad I wasn't in that lane. There was a different guy in that lane. But he was pointing right at this vehicle coming at him at 100 kilometers an hour. And he was just standing there and he was pointing at him. And then he was pointing at the shoulder. And he was doing that about four or five times. You pull over. And the guy didn't run him over. He actually pulled over. Yeah. Mm. Why? Because that policeman had authority. Yeah. Mm. And that's what Jesus gave us. Jesus defeated the enemy. Mm-hmm. And then he gave us authority to be able to point, speak, use his name mm-hmm. and take authority over those things. Yeah. And even officers, you'll see this happen. Just watch any movie. And I'm, it's, it's, it's real life too. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> um, I can say that from experience. Uh, <laughs> They kick open the door. What's the first thing they say? In the name of the law, stop. Yeah. They're, they're backed. When they say that, yeah. they're backed by the whole authority that the government Problems. has set up. Yeah. And that, that gives them then the authority yeah. to speak into any situation. Stop in the name of the law. 
And we actually receive that same, we are backed by the whole kingdom of heaven. Exactly. That when we walk out, we can speak things because of who backs us. That's right. Can you imagine? (laughs) Well, let's not only imagine. I mean, Jesus walked around taking authority, healing the sick, casting out demons, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, restoring people. Mm -hmm. He's backing his name when we use his name. He's backing us and then backing him as God. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's just like the RCMP or the police have you know, the the governing authorities backing them, and then from there it's the elected officials who yeah. made the laws, which are the people of the land, supposed to be that make the laws that back them. Yeah. So it's like they got a whole nation uh, uh, behind them, mm-hmm. so to speak. And yeah. we have God. Yeah. The kingdom of God that we And they wear about. that badge proudly, right? When yeah. they walk out, they know yeah. they have authority. Yeah. yeah. And so as Christians, how do we wear that badge? Yeah, exactly. And then when you begin to understand that, that you begin to understand your place, your authority, your yeah. right yeah. in being a child of God. Yeah, that royal yeah. identity. We were talking about throwing some tools out to be able yeah. to use some of these things. And um, I'm not sure if you have a scripture. Uh, I was just thinking yeah. it, it has to start with your thinking. We talked yeah. about this before, Romans 12, be transformed by the renewing mm-hmm. of your mind. So do you actually believe that you have authority? Or do you feel like... You know, you're still struggling with an area in your life and, oh, I'm not worthy because I've got this that I'm dealing with. Is that what Jesus says about you? It says mm-hmm. you're seated in heavenly places right now with the King of Kings. Yeah, amen. And I just, I, I thought about Luke 10 mm-hmm. and we talked about this before. And uh, so this is after the 72 came back and they said, Master, even the demons danced to your tune. Even the demons obeyed. And Jesus said, I know, I know. I saw Satan fall, a bolt of lightning out of the sky. Yeah. See what I've given to you? Safe passage as you walk on snakes and scorpions. Um, I've been thinking about that lately, like devils and demonic. Yeah. You can walk on those things yeah. and protection from every assault of the enemy. Uh, no one can put a hand on you. All the same, the great triumph is not in your authority over evil, but in God's authority over you and presence with you. So he says two things. Yes, you have authority to do those things, but you should rejoice of God's authority over you and presence within you. And they didn't even have Holy Spirit yet fully. Yeah. Uh, not what you do for God, but what God's, God does for you. That's the agenda for rejoicing. Mm-hmm. So I just love that he, he says so many different things. Yeah. You have authority. You have fullness of life. And you just got to know that's your identity. Yeah. That's what I put in you. Amen. Well, like mm-hmm. uh, Ephesians chapter 6 talking about the armor of God. Uh, at the end of that, of all that armor, it says, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, mm-hmm. which is the word of God. Yeah, amen. And a sword, right? Offensive. Offensive, weapon. yeah. We, we're stabbing the devil, yeah. so to speak. But we're using the word of God. If you just think about Jesus in the wilderness, he defeated the devil with the word. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's given us an example. How do we defeat him when he's coming against us or our family or the people that we're involved with? We use the word of God. Against yeah. Him. We don't give him his place or a place yeah. that he thinks he has. And then the next uh, scripture says, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit. Mm-hmm. So prayer and the word of God, mm-hmm. amen, those are, those are tools to fight the devil with. Yeah. I just... This scripture just stands out to me in First um, John two twelve. So I remind you, dear children, your sins have been permanently removed because of the power of His name. I remind you, fathers and mothers, you have a relationship with the One who exists from the beginning. 
And I remind you, young people, you have defeated the evil one. I write these things to you, dear children, because you truly have a relationship with the Father. I write these things to you, fathers and mothers, because you have had a true relationship with him who is from the beginning. And I write these things to you, young people, because you are strong and the word of God is treasured in your hearts and you have defeated the evil one. So um, actually in the Hebrew, um, young ones, children would have actually been anyone under 40. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So so you have defeated the evil one. And, and the mothers and fathers is amazing too. I remind you, fathers and mothers, you have a relationship with the one who existed. What, what's the biggest thing? We, we say this all the time. This is eternal life, that they may know me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So beautiful. Mothers and fathers, you know me. That's great. Young ones, um, this, this, these are some tools of how you overcome the enemy. And, and we see it in Revelation. We overcome the enemy um, by the resurrection, the word of our testimony, the blood of the Lamb, and by loving, by not loving our lives. Um, yeah, and John gives young people in the Hebrew culture, this would have been anyone under 40, uh, three main components to spiritual growth. Courageous faith, loving the word of God, and defeating the evil one through union with Christ. Mm. So those are the tools. Mm-hmm. The tools are right here. You can hold them in your hand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The blood of the cross, mm-hmm. denying your own life, yeah. courageous faith, loving the word. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, what do you guys think about this one? This is also Ephesians 6. And mm-hmm. um, for me, like some people kind of bash paraphrase translations and uh, I don't love it all the time but just to get a different lens on the same passages we read over and over so just let this kind of soak in your mind as a narrative God is strong and he wants you strong so take everything the master has set out for you well-made weapons of the best materials and put them to use so you will be able to stand up to everything the devil throws your way I'll skip down a little bit This is a life-or-death fight to the finish against the devil and all of his angels. So be prepared. You're up against far more than you can handle on your own. Interesting. I'm not saying, okay, you can, but it's just saying the importance of get around good people. It's like a sheep that's isolated from the wolves. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Take all the help you can get, every weapon God has issued... So that when it's all over but the shouting, you'll still be on your feet. Truth, righteousness, peace, faith, and salvation are far more than words. Learn how to apply them. You'll need them throughout your life. God's word is an indispensable weapon. In the same way, prayer is essential in this ongoing warfare. Pray hard and long. Pray for your brothers and sisters, knowing that they'll be praying for you as well. Keep your eyes open. Keep each other's spirits up so that no one falls behind or drops out of this fight. Oh, yeah. Interesting, eh? Yeah, it's just like adding that other layer, which sometimes we don't think about, but I think we've all experienced this where we're standing by ourselves believing mm-hmm. for something, yeah. and we're just kind of gritting our teeth yeah. and trying to have faith for something, 
But then all of a sudden when we let someone else in on that, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, man, our faith does skyrocket. It's like, yeah, we can accomplish this. This person is now encouraging me. They're now standing with me. We've prayed together for two or three, gathered together in my name. I'm in their midst. And that began, yeah, so that's good. I didn't see that one before. Yeah, I liked it too. Uh, If you have things around you, there is momentum. And I think in the kingdom, it can often be like an exponential momentum, not Mm -hmm. just an additional one plus one. Right. It's like one to the power of something. I just think this is another tool, something to address since on this topic of deliverance and the demonic and and what we, the, the tools to help us. Um, this is uh, from Jesus. Who would dare enter a house of a mighty man and steal his property? First, he must be overpowered and tied up by the one who is stronger than he. Then his entire house can be plundered and every possession taken. Mm. So join me, for if you're not on my side, you are against me. And if you refuse to help me gather the spoils, you are making things worse. Mm. So Jesus comes in and says, um, just even right now, if you're listening and you feel this oppressing spirit that is, um, you just can't get by it, whatever that is, lust, greed, I don't know, you know, um, you have to bind up the strong man. Mm-hmm. What's that thing? What's that thing in you that every time you're doing good in your walk with God, mm-hmm. this thing comes up and knocks you down a few pegs? Yeah. Bind that strong man up in yeah. Jesus' name. And then Jesus the rest name. of the house, if there's anything else in there, it actually has to leave with the strongest man because yeah. he's tied up. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I remember listening to this explanation of uh, using your authority and I thought it was quite good actually it would be like you're sitting like you need to prepare and be Mm. and understand that this can happen in your life and you're in the word and you know which scriptures to use and you've taken some time to develop in your authority but it would be like you sitting on your sofa drinking your coke or whatever watching TV all overweight just why and, and a thief walks into your house mm-hmm. and he grabs you by the shirt and he rips you right out of that chair and says, I'm taking everything in your house and there's mm-hmm. nothing you can do about it. And he just throws you right back into the chair and you just look at him. You don't say to him, yeah, just wait. I'm going to head to the gym now. Yeah. And when I get back, yeah. I'm going to take care of this. Wow. It's too yeah. late. Wow. Yeah. He's still going to take everything you got because you didn't prepare for him yeah. to come. Yeah. He broke into your house and took whatever you want. I'm taking that TV. I'm taking everything of yours and there's yeah. nothing you can do about it. Mm-hmm. Right? You're not, you, you can't say, well, just wait a minute. I'm going to run to the gym, work out, and then yeah. I'll be back and take yeah. care of this. It's yeah. too late. And so I thought, yeah, we need to be, understand that this is happening. Yeah. Understand that Jesus didn't just say these things to fill in space in the Bible, that there are things that are going to come against the church. Mm-hmm. And this other scripture then began to make uh, a lot of sense for me because I've heard all kinds of things. But it's uh, Jesus also said, And from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffered violence and the violent take it by force. Mm. And sometimes we think, oh, that's where we got to protest and we got to do all this mm-hmm. and we got to throw rocks. And no, mm-hmm. this is where we just take our authority. Yeah. But you have to take it with some authority. Mm. Yeah. And I know if the devil's attacking me and just... Uh, uh, coming against me in some way, I 
just basically say, I'm not giving you no place in the name of Jesus. You have no right in my life. Yeah. I'm not giving you any place. I'm not allowing you in there. Mm -hmm. You have to leave now. You cannot infiltrate me. Mm -hmm. I bind you now in the name of Jesus. Mm -hmm. yeah. And you just take that authority and you'll mm -hmm. realize after a few times that you start doing this, he just leaves. Mm -hmm. yeah. He might come back sometimes yeah. and sometimes even in a couple minutes, mm -hmm. do it again. Yeah. But mm -hmm. the next time he's gone and it's a whole day. Yeah. The thing that's yeah. tempting you or the thing that's wanting to overtake you, you mm -hmm. just say, no, I will not receive that from mm -hmm. you. And, yeah. and you know what the I cool part to. is? On the other side of that, angels actually come in and minister. And, minister. and you see that in um, Matthew 4, when Jesus is tempted, mm -hmm. and then he comes back with the scripture, and then he tempted again, comes back. At the end of it, it says, then the devil fleed and angels mm -hmm. came to minister to him. Yeah, that's really mm -hmm. cool. Yeah. I and it said he yes. left them for a season. Mm -hmm. yeah. So even Jesus was yeah. tempted again after exactly, that, yeah. whatever season that was. But the Bible does say that. Okay, mm -hmm. so back to your story. Mm -hmm. We're sitting on the couch, drinking a Coke. Is it break in and enter if you have a door open? If you leave your front door open <laughs> and somebody comes in, they didn't have to, they didn't have to break down your mm -hmm. door. They didn't have to knock. Mm -hmm. They came in because your door was open. And I would say... Can we do that spiritually? Yeah. yeah. Are there doors that we leave open? Well, sure. Yeah. We're unprepared. The doors are open. Yeah. All we're doing is just kind of enjoying what we have in front of us without yeah. taking any of this seriously. Yeah. yeah. And I yeah. actually think when I when I hear about like an open door, the first one my mind goes to is bitterness and unforgiveness. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So if you're walking wounded and you've, you've carried unforgiveness in your heart towards somebody or something for decades, yeah. I would just say, if you feel like you're getting attacked, maybe ask the Holy Spirit to highlight, man, is there somebody I need to forgive? Mm -hmm. Is there somebody I, you don't even have mm -hmm. to make the relationship right, but you have to let it go in your spirit. Because right. that mm -hmm. can be a huge open door sure. that doesn't seem so glaring. It's not a huge addiction. It's mm -hmm. not like you've never been in the occult or something. But still, mm -hmm. I believe it's a spiritually open door. Yeah, because the greatest commandment is what? Walking in love. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So if you have unforgiveness, uh, your love is waning. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's the open door. Yeah. Right? If sometimes you're just going through life and somebody's name or you think about something and all of a sudden bitterness rises yeah. up on the inside mm -hmm. out of nowhere. Yeah. Mm -hmm. To me, that's spiritual. That's yeah. more deeper than just... Oh, I thought about it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right? It's a it's kind of an attack. So yeah. it's yeah. an open door. So everything we have to balance everything with love. Yeah. Are yeah. we walking in love? Think of that open door. I think of lust, depression, anxiety. Mm -hmm. And I and then I right away go, What are you watching? What are you looking at? Yeah. What are you listening to? What are you letting speak into your life? Yeah. And and so those are doors that sometimes we leave open. Mm -hmm. yeah. And if I'm listening to the news all the time then no wonder you're depressed. Yeah. That's a door you've left open for fear, mm -hmm. anxiety, yeah. all of that stuff to come in. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't mean if you watch a minute of it, all of a sudden you've opened a door and right. let that right. spirit come in. Yeah. If you know what, who you are in the Word and stuff, you can hear what they're saying and go, nope, yeah. I know what my Lord says. Um, but also, if you're with the watching something you have to be very careful and this is probably the hardest one for our culture because mm. all the tv shows you love have something in it mm -hmm. yeah. that is actually contrary to contrary to what the holy spirit <laughs> who he is yeah and we are so 
watered down to that that we don't even see it yeah. we don't even yeah. think about it i mean just tv shows in general um the things the language they use the yeah. sex scenes whatever it is yeah. and we're just oh yeah but i love the tv show it's really mm-hmm. good you're actually just giving a crack in the door yeah, you're overriding and then the all of a sudden you wonder as a husband why am i lusting after this thing or you wonder as a wife why do i want this thing to happen mm-hmm. in my life and mm-hmm. man you can just end off i'll just yeah. kind of walk you guys through just like this centering back on jesus yeah um and it's simply this you don't have to close your eyes if you want to feel free but we'll just take some time with the lord and just say um Heavenly Father, I believe that what Jesus did on the cross was enough for me. Mm -hmm. I believe that I'm born again. The Spirit lives within me. And right now, I just invite you, Holy Spirit, to search my innermost being. Uh, See if there's any wicked way in me, as it Mm -hmm. says in the Psalms. And if there's any areas of unforgiveness or open doors, would you just highlight that right now? Yeah. Yeah. And then once that thing is highlighted, uh, just begin to repent. Mm -hmm. Just ask God to forgive you. Um, Bind that thing up. Um, The strong man, cast him out. Um, Like Barry said, you don't belong here. You don't have access. You don't have authority. Um, Yeah, breathe it out. Just speak it out. And then thank, and then just begin to thank Jesus. Mm -hmm. And then say, Holy Spirit, I just invite you in cleanse my innermost being you're welcome here i want more of you yeah um and if there was a name attached to that spirit if you felt like there was something in your head go ahead and just speak that out too whether it's like a spirit of anger a spirit of fear um they they do have names (laughs) we don't we don't want to know them by first name but that's their title so we can call them out by that and then at the end just simply say seal it up jesus amen (laughs) I'm yours. Yep. Anything else, Barry? Yeah, just thinking of the different names of things, and there's guilt, mm-hmm. and there's intimidation, mm-hmm. you know, there's feelings of rejection, there's mm-hmm. different fears, there's abandonment, yeah, yeah, all these things. Just give them to, over to the Lord. The yeah. Bible says, cast your cares yeah. on Him because mm-hmm. He cares for you. Yeah. And it's amazing how that's another form of authority that He's given you to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. so good we bless you guys hope you feel lighter and freer and um, don't just leave this open if you're still confused or if you feel lost or afraid reach out to us uh, myking.ca or find us on Facebook and we'd love to just message with you or we can even give you a call or yeah we'd love to love to see that kingdom advance in each and everyone's life so bless you guys have a great week KingCast is an outreach of My King Ministries, and we want to thank you for joining us today. Please visit us at www.myking.ca and check out all the ministries from house church to teaching and books, past podcasts, and much more. Have a great day, and don't forget to keep your heart on Him.